Happy holidays, you jerks. Uh, guess what I'm watching? It's Jingle All the Way, and you're getting a ringside seat with me. It's a live watch, and I'm doing it from Texas. That makes things special. It just happens to be on TV, and I just finished the episode yesterday, so uh, we're talking. Uh, we just finished the... Oh, okay. We just finished the 20th Century Fox thing. It just said 1492. Uh, the box just stopped emptying. 1492 is Chris Columbus's production company. Fun fact. So Chris Columbus, the mind behind Home Alone... and No, not Home Alone. I think Home Alone 3, maybe, but he did some... I thought I silenced you. I thought I told you to be quiet, phone. Uh, Alright, there's some guy shooting discs at the Power Rangers. Um, what did Chris Columbus do? He did Harry Potter and the second Harry Potter, but that's it. No, don't you take them away, Power Rangers. Oh, hold up. Brian Levant? Teeth. <laughs> the president. Fists galore, a plenty, and more. This sure is a 90s TV show, by the way. That sure is Arnold. Throwing a turmeric, that's important. He did it with two seconds to spare, that's remarkably not cliche for Chris Columbus. Jingle all the way. <laughs> My thoughts exactly, movie. Jetpack. Woo! He actually did it. Like, that is weird. Hi, Jake Lloyd. <laughs> now, this is pod racing. <laughs> That's a beanbag chair. He's got a good cape. And do your Michael Jackson impersonation fascinate Jake Lloyd? Everything's good in the hood. Good booster, you're there too. Look at how happy he is. Salud. He loves him. So the story didn't begin with Arnold. The story began with the actual family, because that's what was important. Oh, starring Sinbad. Okay. Phil Hartman, third listed. Now, is Martin Mull fourth? No, Rita Wilson's fourth. Good job. Literally who? There he is, the man of the hour. Martin Mull, my boy. Jake Lloyd right behind Martin Mull. And the non-dead Belushi. Did you say 20 minutes ago to half an hour ago? Is that Robert Conrad? Was this what being a guy in the go-go 90s was? He was ahead of the time. He had an apple. Montage. Howard was his name. See, his name is Howard, but he signed stuff importantly. 
<laughs> there he goes. <sighs> He's not going to make it. And now for my next impression, O.J. Simpson. Oh, no. That unexpected traffic in undescribed Minnesota City. There they are. There's Phil Hartman with his 90s stuff. He loves his kids. The ladies love him. Remember, everyone, he's the bad guy. <laughs> He's looking right at us. Hey, music composed by David Newman. No relation to that other Newman. <laughs> God, I miss you, Phil Hartman. This is mostly going to be the fawning over Phil Hartman comedy hour. But that's all right. Arnold having an original thought. Uh, no one's ever thought of this before. This is how we always did it back in the old country. And you bet your booty those are Minnesota plates. And you bet your booty that's a Minnesota trooper. Is he Robert Conrad? You know who didn't get any listing in this? Curtis Armstrong. Aren't you Arnold? He says, he got that right from Phil Hartman. I feel like Phil Hartman was originally going to be the cop, but then he was just too good at being Phil Hartman. Da 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 da. Hi, Spencer Breslin. Fornicate Johnny Law. Fornicate Johnny Law. What a jerk. I like. He, he, they're all right, though. They're all right. Look at that. He broke the box. He didn't win the grand prize, but he's almost a Jedi. Of course, he won't be a Jedi until he uh, turns into Hayden, I hate you, Christensen. And even then, he won't be granted the rank of Master. <laughs> ah. Thus began Anakin Skywalker's daddy issues. This is such a 90s movie. Is that Robert Conrad? <laughs> Behold, Randy Cornfield. Okay, it's produced by Chris Columbus, who I think may have been a producer in Home Alone, which is why I'm thinking 1492 Production Company. 
Because it was, what's his nuts? John, Land- no, was it John Landis? No, it's the, the, the 80s guy did Home Alone, which is why it takes place in Chicago. Hi, Flanders. <laughs> I'm going to be the new Santa Claus. All I have to do is push a guy off. What? What's the guy I'm thinking of? Why can't I think of who Breakfast Club guy is? It's John something. He's such a good neighbor, and everyone just has scorn and contempt for him. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, you ultimate domestic. What the heck is... That was two days ago. Yeah, I'm just drawing a complete blank. It's not John Landis. Though I keep thinking John Landis, but John Landis is Blues Brothers. I, I don't think about 80s stuff very often, and now I'm just having a moral quandary while there's another commercial for just how important Turbo Man is. Who's the director of the... All those 80s movies. Like yeah. It's not... It's not John... It's John... It's not John Landis. No. Sorry, my aunt's just showing up over here. And I know it's John something. He's, yeah, and if, I hadn't, if we hadn't talked about it, I probably could have just said it too. Yeah, not, but now that... I, now the, not Zemeckis. No, Zemeckis is all the other 80s guys. Guy. No, it's the high school the dude. Guy. Yeah, yeah. He, it's always Chicago. It's always like Shermer or something. Uh, <laughs> special guest appearance by my aunt. Yeah, I it's I'm, I could easily just as easily Google it, but where's the fun in that? We'll, we'll figure it out. Like we'll be at the scene in the mall or something, and then I'm just gonna start shouting. I know his name. It's six letters. I want to say start. I want to say it starts with a D or a G. Those letters are showing up. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't you dare Google that though. Jake Lloyd is judging me so hard right now. Oh, he's judging his father, Arnold. <laughs> My thoughts exactly, Jake Lloyd. <sighs> it may also be Dan or something. I feel like it's John. He's going, he's learning from his mother with the whole I don't know thing. But he's drawing, he's drawing how much he loves his dad. John. Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. No, that's my name, too. I will be a Jedi Knight by the time I turn into Hayden Christensen when I reach level 16 or have a Waterstone. John. Breakfast Club. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He also does Home Alone. <gasps> That's right. He wrote Santa, and the role of Santa will not be played by Tim Allen this month. It's going to be Arnold. I didn't read the letter to Santa.
you'll be using all of them. You're adorable, Jake Lloyd. Never change. That's capitalism, buddy. Well, that worked. All because Santa Claus is delivering preemptively. We have accomplished this. How heartwarming. How sweet. Not an LED in sight. Uh-oh, there's the look. Two weeks ago, BS. It would be gone, Rita Wilson. I love the, love the name-dropping what year it is. He's wearing the awesome purple Atlanta 96 shirt from the Olympics. That is really great. I remember those Olympics. I mean, I don't remember them. I wasn't there, but I remember they were a big deal because it's the last time the U.S. and A. had that. So that's something I forgot about. See, he listens to his son when he talks to his son. That's actually pretty cool. So I think that's the first remotely... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not John Landis. It's a likable thing. There's <laughs> that look again. All right, uh, commercial break. I'm going to pause. Where we last left our heroes, uh, he is now pouring cereal. Over the commercial break, because I uh, can't skip commercial breaks on this, we came to the realization that his name is John Hughes. That's the guy. May he rest in peace. Died in 2009, yo. Now Arnold is looking at his smiling wife and making an excuse. I left it at the office like a jerk. The holiday parade is that day? This all takes place over one very long Minnesota day this close to the winter solstice. Do you know how much trouble I have believing this? Parades are in the morning. How does this all happen so quickly? Is this like, this really is a real-time 24 experience? He says, I promise. All those words. Well, this is first thing in the morning. Hi, Phil Hartman. Welcome back, our champion of the night. Our stalwart steed in noble red, and his reindeer, Ted. Wait, his name's actually Ted. I can't call him Ted because his. Uh. God, Ted is my go-to fake name for obnoxious neighbor or obnoxious anybody because of this movie. I think it's just so ingrained in my head that that guy's such a Ted. I have no problem with that. He's my favorite character in the movie. Like, look at all that effort. But look at that sly, I'm better than you look. When he knows he's got you beat. Reindeer vision. <laughs> he just goes after Wyatt like there was nothing else.
This would be important to the plot. Uh, he won't survive the winter. Minneapolis, the city of dreams. And Jesse Ventura's, who does not appear in this movie. I have a lot of trouble believing, dear audience, that there would be this many people out on Christmas Eve morning making the same schmuck mistake that he is. Okay, so we have a very distinct time frame right now. It is definitely 9 a.m. Ah, uh, Walking Dead on AMC, which is what I'm watching this on, by the way. <gasps> Sinbad. I mean, ugh, Sinbad. Ugh. What are you doing here? Oh, wow, they said their names. I don't care. This is um, a really good elevator speech from you, just showing how profound a comedian you are, Sinbad. <laughs> when Sinbad does a set, like everyone looks like that around him. Yeah. I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, I'm starting to side with Sinbad, and he as the years go by, I think I will be feeling the same. Yep. Okay. Why are you shouting? This is the longest two minutes that I've ever two-minuted in my entire two-minute existence. That is an accurate representation of a postal worker. I, I do agree, Sinbad. I'm surprised you didn't get a Best Supporting Actor nod for your turn in this. Oh, okay, he's strangling a lady. She's alright with this, though. Alright, body count one. It just isn't an Arnold movie without a body count. Oh, okay, he's fine. They had to show that, to show that this is the family-friendly Arnold. Yeah, no kidding. Who wants Booster? Oh, no! Oh, hey, Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory. How are you today? Employee of the month right here. Champion of the day right here. Everyone's favorite elves. I can't believe you ganked Pee Wee Herman's face. And now the Red Hat Society's going in on you. Just everyone's having a crack at Arnold. Yeah, thanks a lot, Carol. Even bigger than the Cabbage Patch dolls? Oh, <laughs> even they're dunking on Booster. Urge to 80s, rising. 
I'm gonna ram it down your throat and break your spine. Lay the way. Ian Michael Chong, what are you doing here? Hey, that's mine. I was buying it, I guess. They use that in all the trailers. You can get the bad guy, too. I don't know why they didn't say you can get his arch nemesis. Look, you don't have to mug for the camera all the time, Arnold. There's, That's a lot of nerve to just have the hot-selling toy just visible there. Is that the lady they strangled at the beginning of the scene? It's not like Sinbad's chasing you. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. This should have been Terminator 3. This really should have been the third Terminator movie, but then Arnold had to be all family-friendly. They got Hercules, which was Arnold 25 years earlier. You want Booster? Do you want the bad guy? We're laughing at you. You know, children's museums are big for buying toys. There are a lot of toy stores. There are a lot of phone booths. Oh, okay. They have Turbo Man the movie. I forgot about that. Which should have... All things considered, this really should have just been called the movie Turbo Man. Okay, now we're at 2 o'clock. They're showing time passing. Which, those of us who have ever spent a moment in northern United States, which is everybody watching this... should know that they'd have had the parade by now if this is at 2 o'clock. Though, I admit a lot of this back half of the movie takes place over the course of an hour. Yeah, you'd have been put into mall jail by now for having a Arnold freakout. Charming kids making cookies. He's trying to be dad of the year. He's trying to move in on Arnold's territory. How dare you be so charming and forward? Because there's never a case of him like saying, oh yeah, he's just doing this to take Arnold's wife, which this is kind of creepy, and it is. Okay. that This is bad. That's, this is bad. Never mind. He is the bad guy in this film. But he's still... 90% of them is good. It's just a lot of covetation. And his kid is kind of a goblin. Okay, that's him shouting. All right, commercial break. Back to our hero's journey. He is at what seems to be a Doctor Who simulator. And he's talking to Phil Hartman. The very lively and not dead Phil Hartman making cookies.
So what happened to um, Phil Hartman's wife in this movie? <laughs> so is Arnold the only guy in the movie that's not allowed to wear a hat outside? So why is Rita Wilson making cookies this late in the season? Like we can do that the week before and they're still good. Uh oh. Sinbad alert. Sorry, we have to shift gears and Talk about Sinbad existing and palling around with Arnold. Yes, you are. Good job, Sinbad. You are actually very observant in this movie. He does get all the good lines. Arnold just gets all the good meaty roles and the designated protagonist status. And Arnold's making a face that can only be described as... I'm listening to Sinbad talk. If only Phil Hartman could talk like that. You had your chance to team up with him and rule the galaxy. And you're not wearing a hat even though everyone else in the movie is and it's a Minnesota winter. Oh, Jesse Jackson. Goes in reverse. Ooh, that's got to hurt. He's also in a no-parking zone. I'm surprised he didn't get nailed to that for that yet. All right, Robert, what's your name? Robert Mitchum. Oh, Officer Hummel, as in the Hummel building. You know, that's probably what Phil Hartman would look like today. You can really tell this was a 90s movie. He'd be dead by now if this was in 2018. Hey, there it is. Mall of America is facing the camera just the way you like it. There's the concourse. But where's the lush? There's the roller coaster in the background. Really subtle about it. They're, they're not even trying. Now it's all Nickelodeon themed, but now it's Turbo Man themed. Now, as I was saying earlier, they should have called this movie Turbo Man the movie, because there's not really a lot of jingling in this. <laughs> that guy needs to be best extra. I, I also like that he's talking into like the, those cheap microphones that you can put on a cassette, which were great, and I had one of those as a kid, and I probably should have used it more. That would have been really fun. It was proto-podcasting things, so I miss that. The Fisher-Price microphone cassette set. 
I had one of those. I don't know if it was for me or for my brother or what. Oh, okay, balls everywhere. Just like my other time at Mall of America. I'm so glad they relegated this to November. There are just so many shelves that get destroyed over the course of this movie. They better have a memorial. Now, please note that that person grabbed four. Jeebus. <laughs> Best line of the movie. <laughs> uh, I say at the end of the last episode when I actually covered this movie why is this not a good movie that's why it's a good movie <laughs> this is why it's a good movie the sequence the frantic pace of it all Arnold jumping on pianos and destroying them all Showing off Legoland. Kids playing with toys. It's just so charming for people of any age, except for parents. There were Duplo box there. That is a distinctly 90s thing. Nice. <gasps> this kid. This kid. That kid grew up to become... I don't know what. Is that an Olsen twin? I'm not sure. This just hurt to watch. I winced a bit. Why is he still wearing his cashmere? That kid knows that Arnold has the case of the ball getting. How he has not been stopped. Is this the. He's, he's been causing wanton property destruction for three scenes now. Watch out, there might be snakes or hypodermic needles down there. Do you want to know a secret? <laughs> Oh, I know where I've seen her before. Stormy Daniels. Well, where was that kid for the past 20 minutes? There's the plastic candy cane. I remembered that for some reason distinctly. Don't ask me why, because I can't give you an answer. I'm a cop, you idiot. Do you know how many takes that probably took for him not to say a different word that started with F?
There's a cop walking by right there. Everyone loves the police. Gotcha there, James Belushi. <laughs> Alright, we'll move on to Santa Madness next. We are back. We're driving down the street, stuck in a car with a Belushi. Not even Arnold deserves this. I don't care if he did fourth, I thought to buy his son the highest selling Christmas gift of all time. You never deserve to be stuck in a car with a Belushi unless it's John. Oh no, K9, 1 1. All over again. I'm getting flashbacks. <laughs> Darkest thing they've done. Was this what getting the hot Christmas toys was all about? One Jingle Bell joke. Two Jingle Bell jokes in 30 seconds. <laughs> They're all dressed as Santas. Is that the late, great Vern Troyer? I'm not sure. I know that ain't. Is this what the North Pole's really like? No, the North Pole's more like Amazon. Don't you wish I was John? <laughs> I mean... He's good. He's really good. This just reeks of, dear God, John Candy should have been doing this, but John Candy's dead. So we should have had John Belushi doing this, but John Belushi's dead. But we should have had Chris Farley doing this, but Chris Farley's famous. <laughs> uh. eh? I mean, it would have been great if they had Bob Odenkirk doing that right there, but Bob Odenkirk certainly will. Oh, no. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Degenerates. 
Look out, making the are you a chicken joke is just going to break out the 80s in um fatality. Christmas in the 90s was very different. We have various ethnicities and stereotypes and fighting styles from across the world. Santa Claus may be coming to town, but Arnold is going to town on Santa. And then we have this guy. The mountain that rides a sleigh with eight tiny reindeer. I mean, a lot of that's just can't. <laughs> it's all just camera angles here. And that's a stunt double. Yeah, it's all camera work. Hey, Beyond Thunderdome. <gasps> oh, rest in peace, Vern Troyer. Someone's gonna get tased. And that someone's Arnold. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. No, no problem. It's the Grinch scatter is one of the best lines of the movie because the Grinch is, you know, the police. So I'm surprised that Vern Troyer plays a full-on Santa. Are you Robert Campbell? Good job. Good job, Arnold, using your I look like a cop abilities to look like a cop. Right. I'm surprised, like, cop of the year Robert Campbell was not around. I've already forgotten his name, and yet he's he's billed above Jake Lloyd and Martin Mull. You fool. You, you're always supposed to keep your stuff open above half a tank of gas. Of all the stuff that he's forgotten, I'm surprised he forgot about that the most. So it's gotta be like 3.30 by now. The sun would not be that bright. Like, this is the longest day in Minnesota history. And BS, they'd have free parking on Christmas. Tis the season to make a buck. They definitely skipped a line there. <sighs> so I can't tell if the kid is a jerk or not. He seems to show, hold reverence to his father rather than be like a total jerk to everybody. <laughs> 
love that line. It's so just cruel and mean-spirited, but he means it genuinely. Ohana means family, family means get together. Exasperated, Jake Lloyd wanders into his home, picks up the phone. Oh man, things are going to go really bad here. <laughs> oh, okay. Good job, movie. That was all done. That's why the kid seems so respectful for his father, just so they can make that joke. I see you writers in the writer room. Yeah. And your coat, and your glasses, and your boots. One swear of the movie, and she says it to herself. Could have at least made it a big one. Our sordid adventure goes on. Well, I need to be a bit more cold hearted. Uh oh. Sinbad. No, that's booze. That doesn't help you find dolls. Helps you see things that aren't there. Doesn't help you find dolls. Okay, so does he ever imbibe over the course of this movie? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, that's a metaphor. That's about it. I mean, he still likes you. He was making the drawing of you on the beach at the beginning. Well, that reminds me. Uh, I looked into it. The, this... this the Pickle Me Elmo was 1996. It was... I thought it was 99. I didn't get a Pickle Me Elmo. And now I'm busy. I mean, it's just Sinbad ranting right now. So...
Oof. Sorry, Sinbad. Oof. Sorry, Sinbad. I would have liked to see, like, Jingle all the way from Sinbad's perspective. I want to see, like, I want to ration my unwise. Just different events of the course of that one Christmas Eve. I'm still surprised this all takes place over one day. It's blowing my mind. It's like the opposite of Thumbelina. Hey, wow, real footage of Jake Lloyd circa 2018. <laughs> I have to save Christmas. <gasps> yes, Deus Ex Machina, how are you? KQRS. So he was a kid af before the Cabbage Patch Dolls or after the Cabbage Patch Dolls? And now capitalism rears its ugly head, every tensions flare, anger boils, rage rises like a bad sandwich in an esophagus, assault with a phone. The tables have turned, Arnold. Tip your waiter. Tip your waiter. I guess not. Okay, bye, Mickey. Murder. And you parked on the wrong street. The St. Paul. I think I know what city we're in now. Me. 12 hours from now. Actually, 15. Oh, another commercial before we get to the best scene in the movie. We'll be back. He gets off an elevator. It's still... Not even close. Alright, we've got Bob Odenkirk. Martin Mull with hair. Okay, so he did win. You would have won if you did that. He's stalling for time because the cops are on their way. Didn't realize that. Da da da. <laughs> Can I use any more surprises? 
This is so charming. This is such a 90s movie. Buddy now. <sighs> he did. He did. Okay. That he, he told an actual joke and somebody laughed and Sinbad's unfamiliar. This frightens the Sinbad. Does. Yeah, there's your fifth bill, Martin Mull, right there. <laughs> well, there's your federal offense. You just opened mail. And granted, I think several federal offenses have been committed in the past five minutes, but here we are. <laughs> this is how you get fifth build. It doesn't say what city they're in. It doesn't say what city in Minneapolis they're in. Minnesota, rather. You nerd. I'm only a guest. Everyone has to work on Christmas. Sinbad just wanted to hear that validation for months, if not years. Okay, <laughs> this is definitely 1996. Dasha Dawson, Bronson, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna Blitzen. Here comes a punchline. Oh, okay. Twin Cities Police. They they can't say which city, but they just said Twin Cities Police. That explodes when you commit a federal offense. This scene made me sick. <laughs> so 
said Sparky. That's this is how bombs work, everyone. You turn into a home alone caricature when that happens. But hey, at least they remember to have the foresight to remember um that the the thing that was keeping it from going home was gasoline. Okay, yeah, that is definitely Minnesota nice at its nicest. You know, he could have come up with a fancy excuse by saying all this happened, if all this is happening. Like, oh yeah, I couldn't get home because, yeah, my car got destroyed, and I didn't want to tell you that because otherwise Phil Hartman would make the moves on you. I could never make a comeback from that. Also, I've worked with towing in Minnesota before, like hell, that could happen in... Let's just say it was 3.30, an hour would have had to have passed since since the Santa incident. How the Ted stole Christmas. Bubble lights, I love those. He's trying to be me. Okay, so that's a little bit um, sympathetic for Arnold. Because he's misunderstanding this entire scene. He's going to show revenge by making him know what it feels like to be a terrible father. He's the only one tall enough. Bloody knuckles. Okay, thank you, HBO Now. I understand that you're not working. From your loving father. You can just read that in Phil Hartman's voice. Darkest thing he's done. And commercial. And the star goes back in the box. And Rita still isn't getting rid of Phil Hartman. There's carolers, though. Intense stuff. Like, she's not mad at him, and the lighting is very studio-esque. You can see the shadow there. This is my favorite Hitman mission. (laughs) Except it's G-rated, so it's just trying to steal Christmas from your neighbors next door. I would have wished to get the, (laughs) the PlayStation 1 version of Jingle All the Way. He's trying too hard right now, Phil Hartman. I forgot about this, where he actually questions this. To Johnny, from your loving father, who you may remember from such films as Sergeant Bilko. Do- Oh, it actually is baby Jesus. I was being hyperbolic. <gasps> oh no, not the... Okay, it's, it's a flaming wise man head. Not Gaspar.
So I'm surprised he doesn't have to answer for this by the end of the movie. But you know, hey, things mostly turn out fine. Imagine seeing Jingle all the way in digital 3D. If this got a digital 3D release, they would have had so much footage of him kicking that kit head towards the camera. Ah, it wasn't Gaspar after all. I've already used my swear for the movie, so I can't really say anything else. <laughs> uh oh. And Ted. <gasps> uh, we'll take the Corvette, which I think my car has just turned into a Corvette. <gasps> That's a good point, Phil Hartman. Finally, it's Revenge of the Nerds, complete with sexual harassment. And pretty soon, Curtis Armstrong. And now for my next impression, Blazing Saddles. So, does he ever say sentences that aren't about his dad? He's right, you know. Spencer Breslin makes a fair point. Burping reindeer. Okay, so he doesn't buy alcohol. And it shows on camera. This makes it a PG Christmas. Does he does it touch his lips? <gasps> the beach. He can still save the day and be Iron Man. He's only holding a bottle so he can throw it away. By any means necessary. Uh, now here's a slew's who's who of blues clues, 1996. Still daylight. Still broad daylight. Apparently it's always 12 o'clock in Minneapolis, or the Twin Cities, excuse me. They never say which one it is. Menorah, balloon. Let's just recite the gang of appearances. Bullshit. Pardon. Pardon the language, but a, a rather man named Gale Force is a bit too heavy-handed. Yeah. I do like that they used a Fox affiliate for a Fox movie, so I'll give them that much.
We have Old Man Baby Breath. Frosty the Snowman Under Glass. Uh, Ted's Minivan. Well, well. How could I say no to kids? I'm gonna go see the parade. Everyone has to have a hat in this movie except for Arnold and me and him. But he'll have a hat soon enough when he's... Oh, okay. Here comes the cast. Barbie, Crayola, Snoopy, other Crayolas, Sonic, Bert and Ernie, Barbie... Uh, that's a fair call. The Tick, a Ninja Turtle, Corduroy, Etch-a-Sketch, Corduroy's Hugging, Gumby, Hello Kitty, etch -a, a Cabbage Patch Doll, some Miss Spider, GoBots, the Crayola Box himself, uh, Madeline, doing Madeline things. Uh, then I feel like it felt important. Oh, The Cat in the Hat, starring Phil Hartman. High five over The Cat in the Hat. Ding dong to that. Can't help but notice that it was Proto Spencer Breslin that pointed out the cat in the hat was in the room. This it was at this moment that they knew we had to get Spencer Breslin to be Spencer Breslin in the Cat in the Hat, starring Mike Myers. Commercial break. And somehow, by fate or providence or what have you, Phil Hartman has found a parking spot. And Rita is crying about something. Non-alcoholic eggnog. Okay. He, she does. Ooh. Get your damn hands off her. <laughs> right now. I don't understand why he only has eyes for her. Like, every single woman in the neighborhood of St. Minneapolis has the hots for Ted. But he has to go after Arnold's wife. He's talking about recipes. Oh no. No, he actually is running from the cop. But he wasn't able to satisfy his wife because the cop was chasing after him. <laughs> oh well, on to the next women. Maybe he realized the error of his ways and Phil Hartman reconnected with his wife and everything turned out fine. Oop. Well, that'll take him out for two more scenes because he's like basically the Robert Patrick of this movie. Somehow I knew his name, but I couldn't remember John Hughes. 
How many fancy long coats does Arnold have? I'm a cop, you idiot. That is ambiguous for me, so just follow me. I'm Gideon Graves in an earlier life. Is that the bad guy from No Country for Old Men in disguise? Is that Robert Kraft? So it's all coincidence, then, conjecture that gets into where he needs to be. Thank you so much. Well, there's your sidekick. By this time, we should have all caught on what's happening. Dun, dun, dun. Alright, uh, are we going to have another who's who of things? Oh, it's just the Turbo Man action squad. Wow, I should have thought to look at my arms. Please don't call me Tony Stark. Please don't call me Tony Stark. See, kids, this was from 1996, a strange era in this w world where Iron Man wasn't relevant. So to have a red and gold superhero didn't get Marvel's lawyers on your, on your backside. Nobody cared about Iron Man. He was stuck in a bottle in 96. Now enjoy 20 minutes of him just following instructions. Waving the don't tread on me flag, that's beautiful. Hey, where's my dad? I could really get used to this. The last line from Breaking Bad. Sitting on a boat. Yeah, he's saluting. Jamie's smiling. He's in slow motion. He salutes back. He knows what it's like to be respected by a kid. Yes, I can get used to it. It's an action figure. Teenagers like it. He likes it. He has the moon. All it took was walking in the right door at the exact moment and putting on a funny costume. But he did it. He's hugging himself.
Because, yeah, I'm sure, dear audience, uh, I'm, I'm going to go on a little bit of a pause here because there's a commercial. All right, missed a couple seconds. We've got the Chiquita Banana Woman dancing there. Now we've got the cops saluting. Now, dear audience, I wanted to ask about the logistics of a cop doing uh, jumps on a trampoline, but uh, I wanted to ask about the logistics of giving a doll to your own son when it's the hardest, most difficult commodity to achieve. And uh, the bad guy from Good, the Bad, and the Ugly has just been fragged. Sorry, Lee Van Cleef. This is a Sinbad sort of affair. Now, giving the doll to your son. I feel like we're already in a world where lawyers don't exist, as Phil Hartman once so wisely posited. But I feel like if you did that, there'd be some shady dealings there. Though that is really cool. And now all bets are off. Now he's... Jake Lloyd. And he's floored and his car turned back into a minivan. Who could possibly be behind this? No kidding, he called him by his name. Good job, Gale Force, or whatever your name is. Just call yourself T5. The fifth. That would have been clever. Gale Force. Come on. They only hired him for his name. He's almost made it. I mean, it's all just posturing and... Why is he crying? Why are you crying, Curtis Armstrong? Here comes Sinbad. <laughs> Regular reaction to Sinbad. Defiant. So was he going to do that from the beginning? Because it's amazing how quickly he set that up. But then again, time holds no relevance in Jingle All the Way world. <sighs> Suddenly just all rationality goes out the window. Oh, okay. Yeah, that this is accurate. Does he pull a gun? <laughs> okay, that's accurate. Arnold got fisted by Sinbad, the movie. Like, he didn't even get the instructions on how to do it, but... You follow the instructions. Oh, there they are. Left, right. If I recall, those appeared at the beginning of the movie. Also, I love that he used special delivery on a mailman. I need to use that GIF more often. Ah. Uh... 
Uh, should we be seeing that? STD. Oh no, the Power Rangers have ruined the 90s once again. That was a look of abject horror on Jake Lloyd's face. Okay, that's, that's true. It's just not a 90s movie unless the bad guy takes it in the nuts. That's not how any of this should work. Oh, not the box. <laughs> the ornaments look on in astonished horror if they only they had faces to express astonished horror. We'll be right back. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, climb a ladder. Climb that ladder, Sinbad. And now uh, the cops are being oblivious, and off she goes to saying, congratulations, for once in his life, Jake Lloyd was accused of being a good actor. That's got to feel really special. All right, Green Ranger. Okay, there's that bowling thing again. I'm surprised the editors didn't go so far as to add that sound. Uncle Myron wants to talk to you. Okay, Sinbad. It is the hottest commodity of all. His son is in danger. He's being chased by Sinbad. How convenient. And now we got like three minutes of this. Of him flying at the camera. Oh, or away from the camera. Surprise, surprise. In this movie, now it's flying towards the camera. Grinch Knight style. Except it's not how the... <laughs> he again looks at the camera because he screwed up. It really does happen more often than I, I, I say. Oh, oh, he's fine. All right. That is some good effects right there. I'm amazed he didn't pancake himself on a building and... Ah, uh, Grinch Knight. This is just where everything goes off the rails. Imagine if he screwed this up and something actually happened to the sun all because of this doubt. That was some bad effects right there. He was like two feet tall. They almost had it, though. They're doing a good job on this, all things considered, but that was a bad shot. Now, yeah, okay, good job, physics. Again, they could have they done all this without the physics messing up, but alas, no cigar. Things are being set on fire. Windows are crashed. Kwanzaa is wrecked. Wanton property damage. But it's okay, because he satisfied his son. Oh. Physics. Yes, turning off the jetpack solves everything, Arnold. Commercial. Almost done with this right now. Oh, no. Someone's about to get Final destination up in this house. What if we made a Final Destination Christmas? It would look something like this, only there'd be less teenage, less kids and more teenagers. And stuff would fall on people more often. 
Tremendous upper body strength from both Sinbad and Jake Lloyd on this one. Or just use your jetpack again because apparently fuel can last more than 90 seconds. That's not how boomerangs work. Apparently they work correctly. Uh, mug for the camera, okay. Hooray for falling to your death. Oh, okay, he's alright. He landed right in a giant gift. The police got him and he's going to jail and no one's the wiser. Do you have any other tricks up your sleeve, Arnold? Okay, he's got a jetpack still. I mean, his fall would have been fine if he landed on Sinbad. I think the world would have been a better place if Jake Lloyd landed on Sinbad. Alright, let's go fly several hundred feet in the air, God knowing how much fuel we have left in the tank, but, you know, visuals. Now let's go fly up Rudolph. He's probably wondering where his father is that he loves very much by this point. Did you see twice as good to count for both my absentee parents? Alright, lead into the next line. Oof. Just like you love me, Turbo Man. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Well, Turbo Man took his mask off, so it's been ruined for everyone else, but hey, kid gets what he wants. And that's what the holidays are all about. The kids. Now that I've gotten everything that I wanted, I can take care of you. <laughs> so the cop gives him the Turbo Man doll in the end. He was just doing his job, though he was kind of a heel at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Whoops. Well, you're not going to be telling him anything. You're going to go to jail for at least 30 years for this, Sinbad. Really happy. I'm sorry about that uh, little tension. 
It was all for the, the audience and the kids and the show. I just got confirmed to be in Star Wars Episode One. I'm going to be a star for the rest of my life. That's my husband. I hope he at least answers for why he was breaking into the neighbor's house. But uh, I guess we'll save that for Jingle All the Way, too. There was so much logistically unanswered on this movie. But hey, we had fun. Everyone's happy. Oh, there's more. Night finally falls on what had to have been the longest day in Christmas history. Outside of maybe the year without a Santa Claus. Yeah, say it. Oh, this is the post credit scene, by the way. <laughs> See you next time, everyone.